Hi, I'm Dominique. And I am Ken from Kiki with Ken. And we are P.O.B. Powerful Opinionated Voices. Voices. Uh-huh, uh-huh. We're back with another episode. Um, this time we want to talk red flags. We want to talk red flags in relationships. And um, we, we're going all relationships here, right? Okay, and and we we we're tired we're tired of people getting hurt out here. We want to give y'all some gems because uh, the rose colored glasses have to come off, and and we need to show y'all what's real. Okay, so so Ken, my yes, first ma'am. question to you. Okay, um, what is the first red flag that you want folks to be aware of? Because you know, folks are out here operating off of low self esteem, low confidence, and 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 not allowing themselves to be in stuff that is healthy and beneficial to them. So what happens is they allow all these terrible, terrible things to happen. So how can we, you know, wake them up, you know, shake them and and let them know what's what first red flag. Okay. The first red flag is first of all, I'm going to be very honest with you before I even tell you about the first red flag. I feel like some people are hard headed. They're not going to, they are, they're hard headed. So, you know, you could have a friend and I've had a friend, I'm not saying they necessarily got their ass beat, but I knew they were in a bad relationship. I knew it wasn't good, mm-hmm. but they were hard-headed. And then it was like a long time later, oh, I should have listened. Uh, nobody warned me. And I'm like, bitch, everyone warned you, but you're hard-headed. I personally think, especially in romantic relationships, the first romantic relationships, the first red flag is if you meet someone mm-hmm. and you guys, you know, it kind of clicked. It was romantic. Y'all flirted, whatever the case was. And the first follow-up or even the first two follow-up conversations is them asking to come to your house or for you to come to their house. To me, that's a red flag because it's like, well, first of all, you don't know these people. People out here getting raped. People out here getting kidnapped. People out here getting um, beat up, robbed, trapped, tricked, catching diseases. I hear you. Seriously, so it's like people don't date anymore. The Mm. first thing you know is like, Oh, what you doing? <laughs> it's like, nigga, what is that? And nigga. y'all, I know y'all, I know we not, we shouldn't be using the N word, but I used it. I hate you, I'm me not too. Using, I used it, but I'm using it for it's a, it's a slur. It's a slur against people that ain't shit, male or black or white, male or female. I hate okay? you. I hate so you. it's like you really just met me, and the first thing you want to do, and we talk, flirty, whatever the case may be. The first thing you want to do is come to my house or me go to your house. Not like, hey, you know, you want to take. want to go on a picnic with me or you know if you live in a big city there's a plenty of free things to do if you have bank of america the first sunday of the month there's a bunch of free stuff to do you could take me to one of those things or you know you could suggest something like hey you know maybe you could take me like flirt back people don't like to flirt anymore the first thing they want to do is like oh you look good yeah you look good too then they want to kiss and then bust it open three months later she's pregnant uh, uh, after she give birth, he starts whooping her ass, so she starts beating his ass. <laughs> Everyone's jealous, and you know they living in poverty, and they upset, and they oh. you know they crying, and they on Facebook talking about we've been through so much. Wow. I'm over it. <laughs> that went from zero to one hundred, just like these relationships are. They go from zero to one hundred. That's real. Those are the first red flags. If someone doesn't even take the time to get to know you. And vice versa, because sometimes you are the perpetual, uh, the, the perpetrator of these red flags. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I'm drinking, y'all. The perpetrators <laughs> of these red flags. 
that's a problem. It like, is. You know, that's a problem. Like, if you, if neither party or one of the parties, excuse me, if one of the parties or both of the parties are not willing to know each other, mm -hmm. that is a problem. It is. That is a red flag. And, and you know what? I want to say even for me in trying to establish a platonic friendship um, mm -hmm. with um, this woman that I met, um, I found that I was begging, chasing, pleading for this person to be my friend. And I felt it was today that a friend of mine pulled me to the side and it was like, yo, what are you doing? Why are you begging for this relationship? You know, if it happens, it happens. But if you feel some trepidation, if you feel some some yielding on her end, then take heed. Um, I would, you know, tell her about my podcast. She wouldn't listen to it. I would send the script, you know, because I'm a writer, filmmaker, and I check out my work, don't read it. Um, but 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 I can sit on the phone with her for several hours about her script and, and where it should go as far as development and, and, and then send her media that I feel would help her with her work and her writing. You know, there's no real reciprocity. And then if I'm, and then as far as like talking, text messages are dry, but, but, you know, randomly it's like, Hey, what's going on with you? Can we talk? You know, but it's harder to build a friendship than a romantic relationship. So I, it, it is, I'm going to we're going to talk about I, that. I, feel... I, I definitely want to talk about that. We're going to revisit your story, okay. but I do think there's a difference between red flags in a romantic relationship and red flags in a friendship. And I'm going to tell you why. Well, I feel like with the, within a friendship, it's like, okay, I know what my interests are. I know what yeah. your interests are. It's like, you know, so how do we relate? Are we cool? Whatever the case may be. Yeah. I would say in your circumstance, if they're not reciprocating what you're giving, that's fine. However, I wouldn't look at that as as much of a problem because it's like, for example, did you get to speak to this uh woman about, you know, like, hey, I'm, you know, is everything good? Like, you know, what's up? Did you get to read my, have you ever had a conversation with them like that? Yeah. You did, what did they say? Oh, I'm going to, oh, I'm going to do this or I'm, I'm going to do it or, or, you know what I mean? Just like, oh, just give me a minute or just like, Okay, how this. long did you give her or how long did it take her for you to realize that she wasn't doing this? Like, when, what, like, what was the time, um, what, how much time elapsed between the time she said that to the time you're like, you know what, she don't care. This has been weeks of this stuff. It's been weeks. Okay, I would say with her, she's effed up for that. Um, I, I'm, I'm saying that because I feel like when it comes to friendships, it's like, we all do it, including myself, and you've done it too. Mm -hmm. I feel like when it comes to friendships, it's like we kind of take our friends more for granted. And I'm not saying it's right, but it's like, look, you have way more friends than you have lovers. It's like, yeah, you may not have done this, and I really wish you did, and it probably hurts my feelings a little bit, but you have family, you have other friends that can support you, blase, blase. When it comes to a romantic partner, it's like you expect your romantic partner, someone you can potentially build a life, a foundation with, procreate with, whatever the case may be. You, this person is your partner, like your one and only. And 
they should be there for you through thick and thin. They should be supportive. And if you know, if there's like something that they can't do, they just need to be honest, like, hey, honey, or baby, whatever, I can't do it, or I'm not able to right now, or I'm gonna be a little slower than you would want me to be. I'm cool with that. That's why I said, like, you need to get to know the person well. That's because why you need to get to know the person well because. If you get to know a person well, you can kind of read like their moods, how something's important to them, how you can navigate through that and everything. Because when you're the person's partner, you're supposed to be like, it's a tag team. It's just you two together. You're a team. When it comes to friendships, it's like, yeah, we're friends. We have a bond, an intimate bond. Intimate, y'all, we talked about it a couple episodes. Go back and listen to it. Um, You have an intimate bond, but that is not the only person you have that bond with. There's other people you have that bond with. That's what I'm saying. Well, I'm saying that I disagree. I honestly feel like, no, you are not my one and only. I'm going to have several people who I rely on. That's the problem with a lot of romantic relationships is that you make somebody your one and only. And then when, when, when you do need help in this regard or that regard, you can't find nobody because you didn't put everybody else on the back burner for this one and only. I okay, can't. when I said one and only, I'm not talking about like, oh, you're the only person to be with. No, this is my thing. If you're my man, you need to have my back at all times. And if you're my friend, now, you need on. to have my like back. In private, but in private, you can go off on me and be like, bitch, you was wrong. You need to do X, Y, Z. Got it. I feel like with a friend, though, Dominique, me and you were friends. If you do something, and I've done this with you, and vice versa, if I do something wrong in public, you're going to be like, yo, Ken, that was wrong. You need to do something. You need to say something. Mm -hmm. If I'm like, damn, Dominique, you know when you got a point, because you know me, I'd be like, all right, I'll apologize. But if it's something I'm like, no, fuck that. I'm not doing it. And I've done that before, too. I'm like, I'm not doing it. X, Y, Z. That's different. It's like, but I would be okay with that because you know what? You're like, you're your own. Well, I'm not going to say you're a person you're in a relationship is not their own person. But I feel like the difference with a friend is this. It's like, look, I don't go to bed with you at night. I'm not creating a family with you or a potential family. I'm not doing any of that. So it's okay for us to disagree. Now, I'm not going to cuss you out because we friends, we family at this point. I won't do that in public. But however, I feel like it's okay to be like disagree or you could be like you wrong for that in public. My man can never say that to me in public. You know, and when I say in public, I'm talking about like at a, at a party, a like something like that. Now he could be like, yo, like, don't do that. That's not right. That's one thing. But having like a straight up like da 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 moment, like uh, you need to like a wave in your finger in public moment. I can accept that from a friend. I am not accepting that from my romantic partner. Well, that's you. I agree. I'm, we see we disagree right now, y'all, on this podcast. Yeah, that's you. Ask tomorrow. That's so, you. Because honestly, again, where mm -hmm. we started off was. I honestly don't care if you're my friend or my romantic partner. I believe that you should take interest in my interest and I should take interest in your interest. It should be rest. It should be reciprocal. And I also feel like I shouldn't have to beg or plead or, or put in more effort than you are in order to have a relationship romantic or friend. And that's a red flag. If you find yourself pleading, begging, baby, baby, why can't you hang out with me? Why can't you read this? Why can't you? Then that's not the person for you, friend or or lover, okay? And going back to what you said, interest. Interest matter. Interest is how you get to know someone. If somebody is not taking an interest in your interest, that means that they don't care to get to know you. And that's the problem. 
I don't care if the person's going to fuck you later or, or not. That's a problem, period. And that's a red flag. Friend, we might have to disagree on this one. Friend, we can. But I'm going to stick by it. It, as you should, and vice versa. Yeah, because I don't. And we still going, we still going to drink them all, right? Absolutely. Oh, okay, then y'all. So uh-uh. this, see, this is see, this is how it works. But see, this is what I'm saying. We have a friendship where it's like, you know what, Dominique disagrees with me. Mm-hmm. I disagree with her, but we're adults and we accept that. Mm-hmm. But see, if you were my girlfriend, Dominique, if we were in a relate, or my wife, if we were in fiance, we were in a re- romantic relationship. I would have felt more uncomfortable. Percy, I would have felt more uncomfortable about doing this. I personally would have felt more uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I would have been like, I probably would have told you like, Dominique, let's stop recording. We need to talk. Because like I said, I feel like when you're in a romantic relationship with somebody, it's like, you're. I. this might sound crazy, y'all. I am a very deep believer in marriage, spirituality. I believe when you're married, you're supposed to be become one. Mm-hmm. I really do. So with that being said, I do not like when I see couples fighting in public. I don't like seeing abusive relationships. I don't like seeing none of that. I And me personally, I would never, ever, like, reprimand my significant other. In pu- unless they do something wild and crazy, I will not do it in public. I might do it in the, con- space, in the uh, confines of our home. You know, maybe in front of, like, a few close family members and friends, I'd be like, yo, you're wrong. But I am not giving people a show. It's going to be like, oh, we're arguing and we'll know we're arguing with each other, but uh, no one else would know it. Okay. Well, that's how I feel. So, and then, and let's go back to the red flags because, you know, I digress. We were, we were going a little off topic. But with red flags, my thing is this. I feel like I, you should have a partner. First of all, you need to get to meet these people. So you can't even have this type of, you know, um, Feelings or like this deep thought or anything without knowing the person you're with and you're lying with every night mm-hmm. or most mm-hmm. nights because you know some of y'all motherfuckers like to have drive-bys. So anyway, um, I, I'm not talking about like the boom boom shop buys. I'm like they shooting up your club and then going home drive-bys. So um, it's true. So when you're like in a romantic relationship with somebody and you know they don't know you, they don't know how to speak to you. Like your your relationship is basically based on sex and you press to have a man or a woman and the other person is like hey i'm bored and i want someone that's gonna make me feel better that's another big red flag and i feel like that type of relationship plagues our generation am i wrong dominique um i think so yeah um you we, think i'm wrong on that okay no i think you're correct uh, to say that uh, that plagues our generation as mm-hmm. in we don't know how to communicate you know, that's a red flag for communication. And all we are doing is trying to find somebody to fill voids, whether we be lonely, whether we be horny, whether we be um, uh, searching for a wife or a husband, not even searching for somebody who makes sense in your life. Um, I, I think that one red flag that kind of falls away from that is the communication aspect like i was mm. i i was having this i was telling you that i was on i opened up my hinge to men and i was talking to several of them and one of them i was like oh i like him he's nice um and he was just a terrible communicator even mm-hmm. i even said like you know 
what's the deal? And he was like, well, well, that's why I suggested we text. And I was like, no, you never said that because I went through our messages and I never saw him say we should text instead of FaceTime me as the first time, you know, when they're getting to know one another. And, okay. and he was like, oh, I thought I said that. It's like, now you're placing blame on me for your poor communication skills. And, you know, it's just like, that's a red flag. Um, you know, somebody who, A, doesn't take accountability, and B, just poor at communicating. Um, and I think that that does plague our, our, our generation because, you know, people can go and look at your stories and, and watch your snaps and comment under your pictures, but to have a whole conversation is like failing. Um, I remember I had a friend over here one time and she was sitting in front of me and she just kept going on her phone. I'm like, I haven't seen you in forever mm-hmm. and I miss you and I'm in front of you. Talk to me. And, and that's a problem. And that's a huge red flag if somebody can't even talk to you. That's a fucking problem. That is a problem. I agree. It's communication. Like, that's the building block for all relationships. Um, and if somebody can't communicate with you, that means that they can't connect to you. So let that go. Let that go. I I mean, that's true. I mean, I would say the thing about most relationships I feel like we're, first of all, I don't like how they like to talk about how millennials, because Dominique and I are millennials, y'all. I like how they talk about how millennials, they're not having sex as often. They're waiting longer to get married and all this other stuff. And they're presenting it in a bad way. And I think growing up, we have friends, I ain't going to say their names, but we have friends, you know, they thought when they were going to go to college, they was going to be engaged and married by the time they leave college, get married about two years out of college buy a big house and all of that stuff. And I'm just like, why do you want to live like that? I watch these shows like Fatal Attraction, all this other stuff. And it's always the same type of story. The family's like, oh, they fell in love at first sight, which is bullshit to me. Um, (laughs) Then come to find out, you know, three months later, they got some unexpected news. They already busting it open raw. You know, they get pregnant, have a baby. Throughout the pregnancy, no one knows except a few family members. He was whooping her ass. Uh, beating her ass after she had the baby. Then she turns up dead and everybody act like they don't know who did it. And come to find out it was the motherfucker that was beating her ass since they've been together. But she didn't know anything about him because, of course, they moved in a week after they dating and they got pregnant three months after they started dating. That makes no goddamn sense. Okay, so I think that red flag that you're pointing at is... People are hot in the ass and they move too fast. That's my red flag. Okay, that red flag of moving too fast so if someone is moving too fast that's a red flag because it's like why aren't they taking their time to date you to get to know you to to build something that will last and i think that that's that's good to know because i i i can honestly say that i've been in situations where folks men and women have rushed me and i felt like i wanted to be with them so bad that I allowed them to jump in the driver's seat and, and and get this car moving at a speed that I was uncomfortable with, but mm. but chose not to say anything or chose to go along with things because I wanted somebody. 
And I think that, and, and, and as well as addressing these red flags, we should also look at the fact that why are you allowing these red flags to, 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 to be glaring in your face and you not paying attention to them or taking heed? Why? And it's just mm-hmm. like, sometimes I honestly feel like, again, people wanting somebody, wanting companionship, wanting intimacy, wanting friendship, wanting partnership. And so you are ignored. Like, we are social creatures, naturally. Human beings are natural social creatures. Yes. And so, and then we are, and couple that with a, a society that has a lot of ills, it's like, it's it's a recipe for disaster. So I think that um, that's a good red flag to, to point out, but also we have to check ourselves and to, and to see why do we ignore these red flags? What's we ignore them, you know, we ignore them because human beings, like you said, are social. I feel like human beings are also lustful as people and they are motivated. They're very hedonistic. They're motivated by their desires. Carnal. It's like this. Like I, I'm going to be very honest with y'all. You know, we keep it real over here. Mm-hmm. Not like that fake ass show, The Real. We keep it real, real over here, okay? Oh, shit. And I talk <laughs> about this on Kiki with Key and all the time. I used to be a thought, okay? You know, no shame, I wasn't baby. out here just giving it away. But when I say I used to be a, I don't call myself a thought, but someone called me a thought the other day and I'm throwing shade at them. So this is what it is. <laughs> Yes, you know what? There is times where you know what you're like. You know what? I like somebody. They like me sexually. Mm-hmm. I don't think of a relationship is going to happen, but we could keep it. You know, mm-hmm. purely a sexual friendship, a, a friends with benefits. If you want to do that, that's fine. That is cool. But one thing you don't do is you don't let this person have boyfriend girlfriend privileges if they're not a boyfriend or a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. They don't have the right to ask you where you've been at. They don't got the right to say, well, I don't like this. I don't feel comfortable with this. It's no, it's none of their business because they are not your romantic partner. Mm-hmm. This is someone you're literally just busting it open with and you might have a friendship with. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, if that's the type of relationship you have with someone, that's fine. But when people start overstepping their boundaries, mm-hmm. start over, you know, when they're overstepping their boundaries or they're not willing to give the commitment that they expect from you, that's a red flag. When reciprocation is non-existent in a re- relationship, that is a red flag. Really? That is a problem. Mm-hmm. You know, and like even when I was using the example from fatal attraction of pregnancy and all of that, I'm not saying this is with all women, so I don't want y'all coming after me. I'm just saying from the women that were portrayed on that show, it's this. You're with a man. You get knocked up easy. You allow him to move in with you. Number one is never let someone move in with you. I personally don't think y'all should live together until you're engaged. That's just me. Because at that point, you're like, you know what? I want to spend the rest of my life with you. I made that point to say yes to your Mm -hmm. proposal or propose to you. So you know what? We can move in together. That's fine. Boyfriend and girlfriends, I don't think should live together. Mm-hmm. That's just me. Um, also, I think that when you give someone so much access to you, mm-hmm. but they don't make any type of commitment towards you, to you, that's a problem because it's like you're willing to do so much for someone. At this point, like Dominic, you were using some trigger words for me. And this was just for your platonic uh, friendship relationship that you were using, like begging, asking, you know, doing all of this, mm-hmm. compromising. You don't have to do that. People say a relationship is a compromise. 
No, it's not. That's not true. Like compromise kid, does take place, but it's a relationship. Kid said that, yeah. Compromise for what? <laughs> compromise for what? You know the type of person I am. I know the type of person you are. So you know what? I like you enough. You like me enough. We should accept that. Now, if there's sometimes you do something wrong, I'm not. That's not a compromise to me. Like when I said, Dominique, I want my romantic partner to check me if I do something wrong, mm-hmm. and vice versa. I'm not compromising with them. I'm realizing, like, yo, the person that I love and trust, that I want to build a family with, and all of that, is telling me, yo, you were wrong for that. And if I'm looking back on it, I'm like, oh shit, I'm wrong. I'm not compromising. I am rectifying the situation. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm doing. I'm not compromising. I'm not giving any of myself up. I am not. Um, I am. I'm not giving away any of my respect, my dignity, my ideals, my thoughts, my morals, none of that. I'm just saying, yo, bitch, you were fucked up. Someone you love and trust reminded you that you fucked up, why you fucked up, and you need to apologize for it. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. That's the beauty of getting to know someone in a relationship. Or at least, you know what, if you just want to have a relationship where you bust it open for somebody, <laughs> that's all you got to do, bust it open. But they should not be in your house making decisions mm-hmm. about your home. And all they don't, all they are is a fuck buddy. That's real. That's if true. they're not contributing to your home and the foundation of your home, that's with bills, cleaning, cook, whatever the case may be. If they're not doing any of that stuff, they have no business. If they're not doing anything to help your livelihood, to help you be, help you, um, I'm not going to say realize yourself because I feel like you should realize you're a better person. But they're not there to like keep up the momentum that you're going for yourself as a better person. Mm-hmm. They have no business in your life. Those are red flags you need to be by. It's like, you got to look like this. Think of your life and think like, okay, this is my goal in life. Let me meet this person and see if we have the same type of morals, ideals, or thoughts. It don't have to be the same opinions, ideals, morals, and thoughts. Personally, me, I will not date someone that's an atheist. That's just me because I believe in God and this is a God-fearing house where I live at, where I'm the only one that pay bills in. Okay, my children will also believe in God if I have children. Mm-hmm. I am not dating an atheist. You know, now I could date a macho man. I could date a man that's feminine. I don't care about that. That stuff is just what is. You know, I like to get my nails done too, and I like sports. So either way, I can do one of the things. But I'm talking about important morals and ideals. Mm-hmm. I don't want someone that's a racist. I don't want someone that think Black Lives Matter is a joke or a marketing tool. That's a problem for me because it's not. Mm-hmm. That's what y'all need to start thinking. And you know what? Sometimes it takes you a little while to get to know someone like that. And that is fine to do that. But don't be rushing into bed on Monday and try to make this person your man or your woman on Wednesday. <laughs> that is a problem. It is a problem. It, it is because you're so digmatized or coochie-tized for two Coochie. days. And then by Friday, they whooping your ass. Sunday, you pregnant, and then you stuck with them for the rest of your life unless you decide to, you know, terminate the pregnancy. Oh, God. I'm so happy that, you know, that trajectory, I know it. And thank God I wasn't uh, able to get impregnated because it's impossible. <laughs> me too. I know someone that's close to me that's going through some shit. Like, and I, I ain't going to say who it is, but I'm just like, girl, but that's on them. Yeah, and I mean, also, I just want to note that I recently watched the Tina doc on HBO, which was really, really good. It, it mm. gave you a really nice, full, round picture of Tina Turner, which was 
but she didn't. We'll talk about Tina Turner um, another time. I she she a different story. No, I'm just Let saying. Me. I just want to say um, like those red flags, you know, that were there um, prior to her getting with Ike, like you know. If you can look at Ike and see, you know, the how he treated the people around him. That's yeah. another thing. It's like what people always have to see. Like, they're not gonna do that to me. Like I told y'all told you before, Dominique, I am not getting my ass beat. That's not happening. Unless it's consensual. But I'm, not date you someone, said. I'm not gonna date someone <laughs> that I'm attracted to and I like them. But then I see them beating everyone's ass. I'm like, oh shit. I'm next. Like, you know, it ain't mm -hmm. happened yet, but I'm going to exit out of that situation yeah, before know. it happens. Yeah. And not even just that, just to say that, like, he was insecure. You know, that's a red flag. Someone's, you know, insecurity can breed jealousy. And we, you, know, you and I spoke about that. Jealousy is mm -hmm. deadly. It's, it's deadly. It's yes, deadly. It is. Jealousy can take your life. Um, you know, it, he also didn't, he had control issues. Uh, he wanted to hold on to talent because he always felt that his talent would get big and, and leave him. And so he, you know, so control issues, jealousy, um, moving too fast. Um, those are red flags. Those are red flags. If you start noticing someone that you're dating, talking to, or even developing a friendship with platonic, if they are a jealous person mm -hmm. or they're a controlling person, it's time to go. Mm -hmm. Don't be like, oh, they jealousy is not cute. Baby. It's not cute. And I, know a lot, I know a lot of women be like, oh, he a little jealous, huh? That shit's not cute because when you got black guys that being kicked down the steps, that shit ain't cute either. Yeah. Or no, just... I don't think jealousy is cute. Like this whole bad girl thing, I like bad boys and then they the ones that shot up and I'm watching them on Fatal Attraction being like, that's a goddamn thing. <laughs> you need to stop watching Fatal Attraction. <laughs> Good show, but you know what? That show really taught me about red flags. You, and okay. then it's just like, it, it really is. And then I'm like, especially in this generation where we have all these resources, all these horror stories, all of these narratives, it's like, why do people continue? And this is men too, because men are definitely. Um, I read an article from the National. Hold on, I gotta read a statistic real quick, Dominique. So, this is a statistic, y'all. I'm gonna read because you know what? I don't want my men to be out here. Um, so. This is according to the uh, National Domestic Violence Organization, okay? So, in total, 26% of gay men and 37.3% of bisexual men say they in, um, they've experienced physical violence, stalking, or rape, okay? And then when it comes to straight men, hold on, I got the statistic for that, too. When it comes to straight men, one in four men have experienced some form of physical violence by an intimate partner. And 4% of men, which may not seem high, but they've actually been injured to the point where they were in a hospital. Mm. So, and this is reported. Mm -hmm. And I've heard, I've literally heard other men laughing at a man who was getting beat on. Yeah, it, it happens. And there's a bias. You know, because we think she's, you know, you're the man. Clearly, you're stronger. Her hits shouldn't hurt you, but no one should be. I know some hit. strong ass women, okay? And my grandma is one of them. Hi, grandma. <laughs> so, um. But yeah, so 
The domestic violence is clearly a red sign, a red flag. But, it's a know. red sign, but it's not the only sign, though. You know, there's other, there's plenty of times when someone could be violent or controlling. They're not gonna whoop your ass, but then they could be gaslighting you. They could be, and you know, they could say like, you know, they could be people steal from you. Mm-hmm. They steal money from you. Mm-hmm. You have people that is emotionally abusive. All types of crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, yes. To me, that's a problem. Yeah. Um, before we get to abuse, you know, we 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 hope that we are sharing these gems with you to to prevent folks from getting to the point where someone is gaslighting you or or physically abusing you, or mentally abusing you, spiritually. If someone's abusing y'all, leave right now, because they ain't no good. Leave. Please leave. Seriously, leave. You you also have to understand that there is there's a reason why people do stay. and It's a reason. That's what we're exploring. We're talking about insecure. Some people are insecure. Some people are just so hyped, and we brought this up in um, past episodes. Some people are so hyped and pressed to be in a relationship, they're willing to take the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I think that, you know, a, that abusive person typically will find someone who they can manipulate um, mm-hmm. to abuse. So, you know, in the in, in the case of Tina, um, Ike knew that she, you know, what she wanted. He kind of may have groomed her in a way and, and then and then held her um, in a way that she felt like she couldn't leave, you know got into her mind they'll they'll take your mind before they they take your body you know so i think that we should also have some compassion and sympathy for folks who are in abusive relationships because we know that it's a mind thing first and all we can do is really hope and pray that these people get the resources they need to leave and this and the gumption and, and, and self-esteem to lead and then, you know, the courage. Cause that's another thing. I know I understand. I know there's levels to it. I understand. But I really just want people like, look, like I'm saying, I'm talking like, first of all, I was an abused child. So I am very sympathetic to people out here getting abused. And I was abused in several ways, okay? So with that being said, I completely understand what people are going through. I am not some, oh, he don't know. If you think like that, then fuck you. Because you know what? I've been through some shit, okay? I've had my head bashed on the ground by my father. So let's not even go there. So I got to, because you know, people like to act like I don't know what I'm talking about. What I'm saying, though, is if you start, and I'm really talking about the people that are the beginning of this stuff, or you start noticing signs, do not ignore that. God blessed us with instinct for a reason, okay? Leave, leave, leave. And if you're in the throes of it now, I pray that you get the resources and you get the strength to get up and leave because they are not going to change. Why would someone want to change and they're already getting away with it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's like serial killers. Why would they don't stop killing because they've been getting away with it? That's true. That's true. That is very true. Um, and then we also have to say that, you know, again, all relationships, even work relationships, if you find that a supervisor or a coworker is demeaning you, belittling you, berating you, abusing you essentially, you gotta go. You have to, you know, or document it in a way that 
you can leave and leave mm-hmm. with something. Um, because again, red flags exist in all relationships, not just romantic. And you need to take heed, you know, listen to your instincts. Um, and people shouldn't be allowed to, to get away with harming you. That's mm-hmm. just it. That's just it. And people shouldn't get, get you, you are put on this earth for a reason and you're beautiful in the way you were made and letting people get passes on taking advantage or harming the very thing that, that God created or, or the very thing that is you, the beautiful thing that is you is not right. It's not, it is not. Yeah. And, and, and the reasons why you find yourself in these situations Check those reasons. Why do you find yourself begging and pleading and and searching for folks that that don't want to give you the time of day or are unkind to you or are jealous or are possessive? Check yourself because that's another thing. And also, don't even don't even say. I think it's not just. Oh, why are you drawn to people like that? There's plenty of people that are not drawn to controlling and abusive people. Like I said, some people, and I'm this is clearly something within them, but it's not necessarily, oh, I'm attracted to jealous or controlling people. There are people that are in relationships because they just want to be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And they did not care what type of person it was. It was like, oh, she liked me or he liked me. They're cute. They think I'm cute, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, next thing you know, this person's like, oh, okay. Oh, I hit you. Or I stole money from them. It's okay. Or you know what? I don't got to pay rent because they got me living in their house. It's like, well, why is that? You're not drawn to those type of people. You're just, it's not who you attract. It's not who you're attracted to. It's more of who you attract. You got to look at it like that. And why are you allowing the people you attract to take advantage of you? I think that's like the essence of people that are in current abusive relationships. It's not necessarily, oh, they're like, oh, you know, it's not they're attracted to bums, but bums are attracted to them. And a bum can be attracted to you because you know you're successful, you're very independent, blah, 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 whatever the case may be. But it's not necessarily saying, oh, you're going out on skid row finding bum-ass niggas. <laughs> it's more like, you know what, I like a guy, he's cute, whatever. And you're like, oh, you know, I dated a guy, he was a singer, he was trying to be big in the industry, and it didn't work through. Or I was in love with this guy, you know, he wanted to be an actor, but, you know, he never broke through, and he was always going to acting class. Or this guy that was always at home painting and was selling his artwork, and he wasn't, you know, doing... It's all types of excuses you could make. But it comes down to you as the common denominator. Mm-hmm. You're the person I think it's okay for you to trust bums and let bums live with you. Or you think it's okay to be in a relationship with the man because he likes you, you like him, but then he starts beating on you. Or you know what? It can even go back to families and friends. It's like they can always ask you for money and take advantage of you because they're like, oh, she's going to give it to me. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily the family members and them are bums. They might be working hard and everything. But they might be like, oh, they got more than me. They can afford to give it to me. It's that type of stuff that happens. So that's all I got to say. That's manipulation and overstepping boundaries, which are red flags. Again, it shows up in familial relationships. If you find yourself 
in a situation where, you know, your mother is always borrowing money from you and never paying it back, you know, and, and using the I'm your mother, that's a red flag, <laughs> you know, watch that because that can be very detrimental to you. Um, if you look at, again, you know, I got to bring up my girl Whitney. She uh, died. I, I, I'm Whitney out. I'm Whitney out. <laughs> no, bitch. She died with essentially penniless because she was constantly given to folks in her family who were just taking, 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 manipulating and taking. Um, had she paid attention, well, she listened to our podcast. <laughs> If you know if she were alive to listen to our podcast, perhaps it would have made a difference. So that's what we that's what we strive to do here is really make a difference in people's lives. And we hope that you know us talking about the red flags that we've experienced and and that that we've seen in television and and in real life, us bringing it to your attention can make a difference and make you choose differently as far as relationships, romantic, platonic, familial, um, and and workplace. And stop thinking that when you see relationships that are abusive, whether it's physical, financial, emotional, whatever the case may be, do not think of it like, oh, okay, well, I am going to, um, don't think of it like, okay, you know what, that person is wrong, they're bad, like, no, you have a bit, every, both parties have a part to play in an abusive relationship. The person who's the abuser, they can only do that because the person that they're abusing is allowing them. True, you do. You must allow that. For some mm-hmm. reason, you got to be present to allow that. Um, so we're coming to a close of our podcast. Ken, do you have uh, any last words? Um, basically, y'all, if you get a gut instinct about someone that's about to go upside your head, <laughs> or someone that you just feel like is no good, that they'll just like take your time getting to know someone, you know, mm-hmm. like I said, it's nothing wrong with busting it open or whatever the case may be. If you want to do that, that's fine. Use protection. So you don't have a baby. Do not have the person move into your house. Please don't keep your stuff separate. And then also make sure this is the type of person you're comfortable being with. You know, you should never have to be ashamed bringing them around family and friends, bringing them in public. This person should have the same type of morals as you. They don't have to be in the same religion as you, but they should have the same type of morals as you. Things, I want everyone to do this. Write down a list of 10 must for a romantic partner. Mm-hmm. And don't be crazy like Chili, like he got to have a snow. These are must. And I'm talking about literally mental, spiritual things. Mental, spiritual things that they must have. And only 10. Or even if you want to do, we say between 5 to 10. I'll do 5 to 10. Write that down. And whoever you date, get to know them. And before you're in a relationship, there's a difference between dating and a relationship. As you're dating them and stuff like that, make sure that, you know what, they hit all five of those things within three months. If they don't reach you by then, you know what, you need to let it go. Mm. That's all. And one str- And then, you know, this is not baseball. The motherfucker only got to hit you one time and you gone. That's all I gotta say. Okay, okay. Talk about it. Well, thank you. Thank you, Mr. King Clover, for those words. Hey, you're welcome. Well, I'm uh, serious, y'all. Very, I, I felt it. Um, but thank you again for listening to us. Um, again, I'm Dominique. And, and I am Ken from Kiki with King. And y'all check me out on the Apple.
podcast. Talk about it. Um, and we are POV. And we hope you have a lovely, lovely day. Or and night. a great weekend.